Welcome to This Week from the Cave of Cool. From the lands of Western Canada, the Wakanda of the North, welcome to This Week. From the Cave of Cool, I'm Calvin Hyten. And I'm M.D. Jackson. And this week we'll be talking about a ton of topics. Kristen Stewart wants to be in a Marvel movie, but she wants to be a gay Marvel character. Well, there are already enough gay Marvel characters. I mean, Loki, come on, give me a break. You almost got killed by a raging family of deer. Five drunk deer yesterday almost killed me. But I'm alive and I'm ready to go to my first ever real comic book convention, when I'll have many more stories to tell. If you're at the Edmonton Expo, please come visit us at the Pop Culture Collectibles booth. We'll be selling a lot of great merchandise, and you can see me and my new business cards made by my buddy and producer MD Jackson here, and you can talk to the man behind the Canadian Cave of Cool. All that and more on this week from the Cave of Cool. Some people got it and some don't. Yeah. You know, it, I, I know it. I, I, it's just one of those things, and you just pick it up after a while. Yeah. It's why you know that a Millie Bobby Brown is a horrible person. Yeah. You, that's why you know a Cara Delevingne is a horrible actress. Mm-hmm. And that's why you know that Kirsten Stewart is, is a horrible person and a horrible actress. Because now she's put out these, this stuff with her agent. That mm-hmm. I want to be a Marvel superhero now. I want to be a gay Marvel superhero because there are no gay Marvel superheroes, and I'm Kirsten Stewart, and I'm entitled, and I'm a big star. Gimme, 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 gimme. And she won't even smile. She when he gives an interview, she yeah, yeah. You know, she never is a personable person. Mm-hmm. She never acts like she likes anything or anybody. And it's because she was raised with a mother who was a casting director in Hollywood. So she got all these commercials and stuff. She got into that movie Zathura, right? Playing their older sister, but spent oh, most oh, movies. Oh, was that her? Frozen. Okay. Yes. I've, I've seen that movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it was, was a good gonna, movie. I was about to say, I've never seen a Kristen Stewart movie, but I, I have. I didn't even know that was And her. again, she was frozen for most of it, yeah. right? Yeah. And a good thing because it, it was the best acting she ever did. <laughs> and she's absolutely horrible in everything. And now she's pushing this lesbian thing, mm-hmm. right? Just to be this niche thing that she thinks, well, now I'm special. Mm-hmm. B- baby. Lesbians your age are a dime a dozen. I mean, Miley Cyrus just left Liam Hemsworth, or he dumped her because she had a, a lesbian girlfriend, uh-huh. right? I mean, and guys, everyone thinks the threesome's so great. There's another discussion we can have. I've heard horror stories. It never works out the way guys think it would, uh-huh. right? It, it's like it's not the penalty fantasy that everybody thinks it is. Yeah. So when Liam heard that, he must have just thought, "Fuck this, Miley," right? We just got married less than a year. Uh-huh. And there's pictures of you kissing your girlfriend with, uh, you know, on a boat or something, right? Yeah. And then she comes out as bisexual. I just find nowadays that what's the risk, right? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the harm in admitting that you're you're a gay girl these days? That's great. That oh. gets you roles. No, hey, it does. I mean, that's Ruby. It hasn't done Ruby Rose any any. Uh, exactly. You know, she's she's got what? the Batwoman. Right. And what did up, what so. did Jerry on Jerry Seinfeld what they say, why do we like to see women fight? Because of a chance they'll kiss. <laughs> That's why we love a cat fight, <laughs> right? Because right. there's a chance when they're wrestling with each other they'll start kissing. <laughs> and so let me think that they and they can go on forever. They don't need it you. That's right. right? And so once you're done mm-hmm. and the fever's left you, what do you do? You sit there, mm, okay, um, maybe I could use a snack. 
and you leave the room for ten minutes thinking you're going to come back and rejoin the fun. Mm-hmm. Never, yeah. forever. Yeah. You're never, you're not invited back. Yeah, you know, it right? just it's, it just seems like a whole situation fraught with the uh, oh, with just that's right. Chan- poss- possibility of disaster. Right. I mean, and if it's two if guys and a girl, well, yeah, I don't want to see his sure. junk. And if our anything about on our bodies touch each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a deal breaker. Yeah. I don't just, want any of that. Just, I don't yeah. want to be on either ends looking at him. Your, right? your girlfriend convinces you, you know, said, "Hey, let's do a threesome," and you're getting excited about it. And then she she brings yeah. Sven in, and that's it's like, right. "Oh, that's right. this is just not going." And he's away. always going to be good looking, better looking than me, or worse, yeah. he's going to look just like me. Which is this that I, I will never understand. <laughs> I will be questioning that whole thing while he's screwing her. Yeah. I will be saying, "Why?" That's messed up. It Actually, be, it is. Yeah. The whole thing is messed up. That's yeah. why I'm saying I just don't want anything to do with it. I, maybe I reached that age where I want no women. I want none of your bullshit. I want none of your drown. I want none of it. I do, I'll take a gypsy girl, yes, but that's or a foreign bride yeah. from a country without indoor plumbing, yes. Yeah. But after that, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, I just don't have it to work for that anymore. <laughs> yeah. What's the payoff? Oh, uh, guys, I mean, yeah, you got trapped are... early. You got trapped early. Oh, You're yeah. acclimated. Yeah. You're oh, like I'm... a prisoner that's been institutionalized. Well, right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a you lifer. don't want pardon. Yeah. You're a lifer. You don't want yeah. pardon. No, I wouldn't be able to. You know, it's like the old. You know, the, I don't know how to make it in the outside world. All the prisons, all I know, man. That's you right. Know, That's right. Yeah. You only know Oregon Trail because that was the latest computer they got in the prison library. Yeah. Right. The Apple IIe <laughs> with the green screen. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's funny. You were mentioned about a guy who looks like you. I remember, you know, it, it's funny. A long time ago, before I met Francis, uh, there was a girl. I worked with, kind of interested in. And she that said, look oh, like me? No, no, no. She, but she said, oh, you know, you remind me so much of my friend from, from back east. You, you look so much like him. And I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. And she said, oh, oh he, he's coming. He's coming to the West Coast. So we we got together for drinks. And that was the weirdest thing because, you know, it's like, you know, and I saw him and it's like, oh, for crying out loud. And he looked he at does. me and he felt that he had the same thing. You know, he laughed. You don't want to look like somebody else. Yeah, and he, but we we did. We looked, you know, we're similar build, similar face, similar. That's and it's funny. like, and just sitting having a drink together was weird. A nice enough guy, but yeah, yeah, it's but just, it's just it's weird. A weird situation. Because yeah. if he's any more successful than me, <laughs> if he's even a one point smarter than me, or knows something I don't know, yeah. I mean, he has to die. Yeah, right. Because well, he, he even yeah. he even had a long coat, which I was big on. Back yeah, see, then, you know. I will be the stupid me. I will, <laughs> of the two of us, I won't be the stupid one. Yeah, right. I won't be the unfashionable one. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to wear a pirate shirt if that's the case. If he's coming in, I got to compete because yeah. yeah. it's too much. Yeah. Well, I've seen that twice. There's there was one guy and my friend. Uh, her daughter plays a lot of, of high school sports and volleyball, and the volleyball ref looked just like me, and she took a picture, mm-hmm. and it did. And then there's that big picture in I think it's Philadelphia or mm-hmm. Pittsburgh where they, there's this big mural on the side of a downtown uh, building of this guy that used to give free haircuts and shaves to the homeless. Mm-hmm. For like 30 years, he did this, and so they put up this huge graffiti of him, yeah. and he looks just like me, yeah. right, <laughs> on the graffiti. And my buddy James Bond, he has the name James Bond, yeah, mm. believe that or not. Um, <laughs> he he sent me that picture, and I thought, oh, that's me. I could get, I could fake that, but then all <laughs> the people in Pittsburgh or Philadelphia would know that I was a fraud, and mm. I don't want that. Yeah. So Kristen Stewart, uh, horrible actress. And she wants, she wants, a, she wants like Millie Bobby Brown. She wants into these Marvel movies now. Now, yeah. when 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 you come late to the game, mm. bitch. Now, now um, she might have something personal about that because apparently I read an article saying that she was, what she was being told. She was being told by her publicity people not to hold hands with her girlfriend in public. Oh, please, because, that because gets you press. If, if if 
if they think you're gay, then they won't. You won't get a Marvel movie if they think you're gay. Are and you that was me? and that was the th- and so now of course she she decided at first she was like uh, maybe I should and then she said I'll forget it I'm just going to be who I am and now you know of course she says well oh now oh that's right so now, now she so... that's why she wants the Marvel movie to prove that okay whoever no, told her that she, she couldn't do a we Marvel all, movie was wrong. We all know that's bullshit because there's no way that uh, every girl that holds hands with another girl gets in those tabloid papers especially if she's halfway famous look at Kirsten Stewart she had that D- DJ girlfriend for so long right mm-hmm. that was like three years of pictures of the two of them together mm-hmm. and her girlfriend dressed like Justin Bieber right <laughs> she dressed like a boy yeah. and Kristen Stewart with that rotten attitude all the time and they were always fighting and she was so unpleasant when you look at the chemistry that these Marvel movies have put together, mm-hmm. and and you just don't want her in there. Well, I mean, look at look at even Rob Pattinson. I mean, he suffered the stink of her forever, and I hope Batman will redeem him. But somebody saw something in him to do the Batman, and I hear mm-hmm. some good things about it. Yeah. And uh, who knows? Like you even told me before, he was in a half decent movie, yeah. that space one. But again, he must have got so tired of her her balloon juice and her <laughs> entitled nature. And but no, I mean, I can't. And already I've heard stories of, like, uh, there was a couple of memes with uh, the girl who plays Valkyrie and Captain Marvel, Brie mm-hmm. Larson, yeah. saying that, you know, even before all this, that, that they, there was a lot of pictures of the two of them together. And they were, we love it. We, we're, we ship this, right? We love this. Right. We're, we're, we're into this being lesbians in the Marvel. We've got no problem with that, you know, because somebody put it out there that, yeah, Captain Marvel's a lesbian and, and Valkyrie's a lesbian and they're mm-hmm. lesbian together. So it's done, right? If Marvel wants it. And Marvel, these days, Marvel don't care. Even yeah. if it's Disney, it's such, it'll be such a PC relationship that maybe they'll hold hands and kiss on the cheek, right? Mm-hmm. There's not going to be like an atomic blonde where they're tossing each other around the, the bedroom, right? Yeah. In Berlin. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not gonna it's not gonna be like that. And there is no real gay female superheroes unless you count Batwoman, right? But oh. there's not that really that really stand out. So it's not like she and, and she's not the actress to bring that, that forward, right? Mm-hmm. And and I don't know. She's just she just wants in because she feels like she's being left out. Like she should be left out mm-hmm. because she's horrible. She's a horrible, horrible actress. And she's nasty and she's not sexy. And it, it's just she's everything that I hate about a, a, a female on the planet. She's the Cara Delevingne. She's the she's the, the the Carrie Underwood. You know, it's all this. I'm so pretty. I deserve this, mm-hmm. right? When prove it to me. There's a lot of other pretty girls. I used to think that about Margot Robbie, but she proved me wrong by mm-hmm. being in a lot of cool movies, funny movies where she wasn't Margot Robbie. Yeah, like she did that one about Tanya Harding. I saw Fantas- that. I, fantastic. I, I, oh yeah, great movie. Great and great actress in it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and fantastic. she was great as Harley Quinn. And I even like the new Harley Quinn, the trailer, and the, mm-hmm. for that coming out, I'm looking forward to that. Um, uh, so she's like a Charlize Theron to me. Now, I hated she, her first, but I love her now. And Margot Robbie recently played; uh, she played Queen Elizabeth in that movie about um, that's Mary right, Queen of Scots. I didn't recognize right. her. With Sernice Rohan, yeah, and she had the hair all coming out like they all did. I knew nothing about Robin. it, so I didn't recognize anybody except Guy Pearce. So I, I had okay. no idea who anyone was. And then it was like, oh, geez, that's Margot Robbie. Holy crap! I didn't. Know I know. Yeah. Like when she de-emphasizes her beauty, you know, mm-hmm. um, like what's her name said, um, 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 uh, who was on Saturday Night Live and also on Thirty Rock. Um, Oh, Tina Fey. Tina Fey. She said that you know, um, I'm I'm like when they filmed like Out of Country, mm-hmm. she goes, I was like an eight, me, mm-hmm. and Margaret Robbie's like a fifteen. <laughs> when you're with her, because you know she's a guy. Like, I know I'm an attractive woman, but Margot Robbie is over the top attractive. Yeah, she's like Carmen Diaz in The Mask attractive. You know when you first saw Carmen Diaz in that movie? Yeah, you just went, 
holy shit. Of course, because her first that's entrance human, was... Yeah. Right. That's a human female? Yeah. Right? Oh, my God. And then mm-hmm. you saw her in other things, and you went, Ugh. Yeah. Right? But you, wasn't, yeah, and of course, you go even back further than that. I mean, like in Some Like It Hot, when they you know, they show, when Marilyn Monroe comes on, and it's like, you know, and you've got that scene of, you know, uh, Jack right. Jack Lemmon saying, it's like Jello on Springs, you know, yeah. it's... You know, right. There's always right. something. There's always and, she, and they knew how to cast her in those days, right? In that kind of a movie, mm-hmm. right? With her and Tony, Tony Curtis, and mm-hmm. I mean that's a that's a great movie of hers, yep. Yep. right? Because she plays dumb and she had a sense of comedy, mm-hmm. which Kirsten Stewart does not have. Okay. I mean, she. It, it, I mean, I've watched parts of the Twilight movies as they're on TV, and I'm flipping by because I think, okay, oh, good, vampires and werewolves are going to fight now. Yep. Why are the vampires fighting in the day again? Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> Do they spark? Why are they sparkling? Where's Blade to take them out or whatever? But then I see her and everyone else is trying, right? Mm-hmm. They're selling these bullshit lines. But mm-hmm. she's like, okay, hey, vampire guy, please protect my werewolf boyfriend. And, oh, do I have to shoot it again? Oh, I can't do it. I'll be in my trailer. You know? And just like, and the one with Chris Hemsworth where she was like Snow White and the Huntsman, yeah. I wanted her to cut so her head off. Didn't, didn't see that either. But 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 Shirley Theron was the evil witch, and I liked her better. Yeah, I was wait. I was hoping for those two to get together, her and Chris, <laughs> and then kill her, Kristen. But she's just she just she's like Jennifer Aniston to me. She just looks like she would just tell me to fuck off, and I would slap her for that, <laughs> and I wouldn't care, right? Um. And I'd be hated by like every woman out there, except for the ones who knew her. So is there is there a role in the Marvel Cinematic Universe for for Kristen Stewart? Yes, right. as a corpse. Okay. As, as a corpse that someone can mourn over, but one that's been horribly mutated so that all they find is pieces that fit into like a bag, a smaller bag, you know, like a like a clutch, like a like a body bag clutch. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Like they just found her head or parts of it, so that's how they could tell it was her because that has a sneer on its face. All right. It couldn't smile. It had no smile muscles. Oh my god! And, no, I just I hope it doesn't happen. But I, when I hear her bitching like that, it seems so rehearsed. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that Marvel is confident enough now that they don't have to. Use, they don't need her, yeah. right? They, when they went for Captain Marvel, I mean, they went they went to the top of their list. Oh, what if Brie Larson? Yeah, right. She just won the Oscar. Fuck off, right? They go to Brie Larson. Says, okay, all right, fine, yeah. great. You know, that's <laughs> that's terrific. We'll take her. And so they they have such a, a quality to pick from. Look, Millie Bobby didn't even get in the Eternals. She didn't get in the Eternals. He no. wasn't that little pixie character in the Eternals. They found some other cute little girl with emotions. See, <laughs> so you need you emotions to you be need, in that business. Yes, and you'd be able to make an expression. You can't. You can't just get by on your looks. Although some actors have for years. Name one. Actors who get by on their looks that aren't aren't uh, aren't that talented. Well, I mean, you know. Uh, uh, well, female actresses. I mean, a lot of female actresses get even male. their looks. Even male actresses. Gary Cooper. Like, I, think, I mean, you know, Gary Cooper was a great actor, but I mean, he he for a long time just sort of got by on his looks. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He and mm-hmm. he was kind of kind of slow and then I mean, he wasn't that great. I mean, I liked him in in in, in Private York and and ones mm-hmm. like that. And of course, the High Noon, of course. But yeah. but yeah, you're right. He he didn't have a whole lot of range. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, I mean, uh, um, Hamilton. Uh, George Hamilton. George Hamilton. He's, oh, he, he basically got by on his looks and his tan. That's true. That he is ho- very horrible. And he had no comic timing. Mm-hmm. And when they made him, remember him, they made him the gay Dracula? Uh, mm-hmm. Love at First Bite or something Love at like First Bite, but, yeah. Oh, man, that was horrible. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those movies that well, you didn't have a lot of choice. And there were big name actors in that, so you actually mm-hmm. went to that movie. Mm-hmm. 
and he going, oh man, <laughs> it's like going to a Neil Simon play movie yeah. with Marsha Mason yeah. and Richard Dreyfuss. Well, that was oh, that was, a, and it was a stretch for him because he didn't have a tan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> how can you pull that off? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Way to go, vampire tan. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so so I really hope that nothing comes of it, um, and. Mm-hmm. I hope that when she gets on set, she's so demanding that they have to fire her. I still can't believe Cara Delevingne gets a role like that. I will not watch. It looks good. I love the trailer mm-hmm. for Carnival uh, Row. Carnival Row. That's an and, Amazon and, Prime TV series. Right, on Amazon Prime. It's got J- uh, Jared Harris in it, who was just in Chernobyl, mm-hmm. um, who played that scientist, uh, Legasov. Mm-hmm. And he's so good in anything. Jared Harris is the son of, yeah. of Richard Harris, believe it or not. Oh, really? Okay. Who was in, yeah, The Wild Geese of and, and Richard III. And, and, yep. and, of course, SCTV did the greatest spoof of him. And Richard Richard Harris and Richard Burton. Mm-hmm. And Richard, who was the other one they did? Oh, it was, um, um, uh, or was it, uh, I forget, who, who was the other guy that they did? The guy I, that was in, um, but it, it was the man who would be Pope. Yes, the man who would be, the king, man of the would be king of the popes. I remember yeah. that. Yes, I love you, my king. I love you, my pope. I love you both. <laughs> but I love England more. <laughs> I am king of the popes. <laughs> That's that was hilarious. When you, when you were pope, you yeah. made me king. Now, when I was king, I made you pope. I love you, my king. I love you, my pope. <laughs> but I love England more. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, Carnival Row yes. uh, has got uh, Cara Delevingne, Cara Delevingne yes. in it, and uh, Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom was like another team. actor who who kind of gets by on his on his looks. Oh, did he ever? I mean, Legolas, but who else could play I mean, him? He can act, he, kind of. He's I mean, okay. he's, he's, he's done the. I mean, he he he's done, you know, the Pirates of the Caribbean series. He did all those movies, and you know. Yeah, but he's he's kind of like he's not very exciting, mm-hmm. right? I can't I can't see. What, and again, Kira Knightley doesn't do much for him. He's way too thin. Um, she looks like she got the the the, the consumption, you know, <laughs> and all these historical movies she plays, right? Like she fits into those because she looks like a girl that's caught tuberculosis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he, you know, all I think of him these days is that when he went paddle boarding with uh, Katy Perry mm-hmm. with no shorts on, mm-hmm. and he's got like a, a dick to his knee, right? <laughs> and you know he, he wanted people to see that because the paparazzi <laughs> he wrote there. He was recently on Howard Stern, and he goes, "No, I wasn't doctored." And he goes, I, "I, I wish today I never took it because I get a lot of shit for that, right?" And of course Stern's going, "What are you talking about?" You got a hog, man. You know, he's, you know, <laughs> Stern's always talking about his little penis, right? Yeah. But how oh, you're Orlando Bloom, and that comes up all the time, yeah. right? Because, you know, you, you want to be kind of taken a little more seriously than that. Yeah, you, well, you know? you know, you'd think so. Bitch, I was Legolas. I never <laughs> missed with that arrow. Did you see? I never missed, right? So, now, at, at Carnival Row is about uh, an alternative Victorian England in which fairies, trolls, Right, uh, it sounds interesting. Monsters and monsters good guys. And, and, yeah. and the monsters know their place, mm-hmm. and the humans, they keep monsters as servants and stuff, but it's like, it's like with the, the rail, like, uh, with, you know, the railroad and things like that, like, yeah. uh, like Hell on Wheels. Some monsters will rise mm-hmm. and will be rich and powerful because they control the monster vote or they control mm-hmm. whatever the monster's reason they're there. Mm-hmm. Monsters go disappearing, monsters get killed all the time. I guess this one's yeah. about a big murder. And Jared Harris again plays a, like a cop. Or mm-hmm. a, a chief detective, yeah. and so does Orlando. And of course, Kara's got to have the little, little cute wings to fly around. Right. So uh, the short, cute little pixie hair, trying to do a Tinkerbell on me. <laughs> I saw it the whole time. You know, and you know what it is? It's like she was trying too hard to seduce me, yeah. right? It's like Mrs. Robinson. I think you're trying to seduce me, <laughs> right? Like I saw it. I saw right through it. Yeah. And I, if there's one thing I hate is obvious. Yeah. Well. And she's always so obvious. When she was with Karl Lagerfeld, who I hated, that designer, she never smiled yeah. right and she she 
and she's another one of these uh, um, uh, liberal uh, lesbian. What do they call them? I want to say liberal lesbian or, or um, limousine lesbians. Limousine right? lesbians, yeah. Right. It, yeah. It's not mean anything to her. It's just that that the men she hangs around with are such self or so self-absorbed mm-hmm. that she could only be with a woman who's also a little less self-absorbed mm-hmm. than she is. But she was horrible in Valerian and the, and the, whatever that one was. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, I won't even watch, even though, again, Jared Harris, I love the subject matter. Mm-hmm. I love the steampunk um, ideas. I love the whole monster with it. It could be good, but I saw some cli- I saw some clips with her and her acting, and she's so over the top. And mm-hmm. it's, it's shut the hell up. Yeah. Well, I've got a problem with it because, well, A, now, as, as, you, I've, as, I've, said, right. as I've said before, I, 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 I write under the name Jack McKenzie, and, and, and right. I, I had a short story called uh, The Changeling's Gift, which is about the same thing. An alternative the changing always switches the babies out. An alternative Victorian uh, England in which fairies, trolls, you know, elves exist as second-class citizens. It's like right. it's like it's like they read my story and they and they copied it. But but I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I don't know if the, the well, you know what, you should same, watch but... it so that maybe you can send them one of those worded letters. Yeah, that scares them enough. Because when you got things online, it's all dated, right? That's right. You can't you can't fuck that up. That's instant copyright right That's there. Right. That's you just right. have to mail it to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. But if if it you, if it's out there, it's instant copyright. It was me, in a magazine, you know? so yeah. Like like when when Trump drew that thing on the on the on the weather map, <laughs> I came. I was the first one to come up with Harold and the purple crayon comparison. Yes, right? that's right. Right, like like thirty minutes after that came out, I put oh, it yeah, up, Harold. and then I saw I saw Jimmy Kimmel, I uh-huh. saw Stephen Colbert, and Seth Meyers do the the Harold and the Purple Crown joke, yep. and and one of them did or, um, um, Donald and the Gold Crown. He had a, a cover that they doctored up, mm-hmm. and and it was obviously like I, I I'm tired. This one of those things I go. Someone watches the cave. Someone's watching the cave of cool because <laughs> there's things that happen, yeah. and then I'll, I'll do a cosplayer, and then a couple other weeks weeks later, that same cosplayer will just automatically show up yep. in that same. You know, someone's watching my stuff, and the fact I gotta admit this, and I'm gonna brag right now, but I wrote, I have an open letter that I wrote at the start of the school year a couple mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. and I printed it again this year. Who liked it and reprinted it on his Facebook page? Joe Jusco. Joe Jusco. Joe, Joe the man. Joe Jusco. Joe the man. Yep. And he still has an okay my friend request. <laughs> So he reposted my work, so I'm half happy. But then he's keeping me at a distance because I think he knows that I'm just not, I'm not responsible enough for his friendship. <laughs> You're not a responsible enough adult to be let in the house, yeah? No, to be not let in the house. <laughs> but it, that that was really neat that he missed yeah. me, and, and so I know he's still visiting, right? Yeah. yeah. So now now when I want to do a Jujusco post, I got to think more about it, right? Yeah. I just don't throw something up there, right? I've yeah. got to I put it together and I save it. I got a Jujusco file, mm-hmm. so I wait for something to come up and. That's really interesting. Yep. Um, and also us talking about, uh, I had three conversations, or four this week, about fa- the movie Phantom of the Paradise. Uh-huh. And they were all from people who were from Winnipeg. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, because they had read that little thing on Facebook uh-huh. that was from Paul Williams, mm-hmm. who said that I wrote this movie that I thought was going to be everything. Mm. You know, I wrote this musical. I thought it was going to be great. It was great in two places. Paris, France. I was yeah. always Paris, France. Paris. And, and Winnipeg, um, Manitoba. It was huge in Winnipeg. Wow, they showed it on TV every year. Yeah, on, on Channel Nine, I, and we loved it. We all had the album. He said the album sold, and he wrote this letter about how you never, um, you know, never put out put out your 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 work because you never know in the future it's going to be uh, um, um, something that influences people. Guillermo del Toro. Yes, Guillermo when he was del Toro. Fifteen years old. 
met Paul Williams in Mexico, got him to sign something and told him how much he loved that movie. Mm -hmm. And he was inspired by it. And I guess there's some other guys that he's working with now. Daft Punk was one. Mm -hmm. And I wish I could remember the other one. But they're they're huge names. But they have this respect for Paul Williams that his whole Mm -hmm. life he's been chasing and he deserves. Yes. Because that man, it, if you just did Phantom of the Paradise and Bugsy Malone in your life, mm-hmm. uh, you you got me. Yeah. But he was also the little guy in Smokey and the Bandits, mm-hmm. right? The little brother. Yeah. And he was hilarious in that. Mm-hmm. Um, he did more Love Boats and A Teams than he ever should have. Yeah. Um, he was in one of the vo- original Planet of the Apes movies. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or and his voice was a voice that never came out of that body. Yeah. It always seemed like someplace else. Yeah. It was like he was born in another time. Yeah. Right, he, he would a great music. He's a great musician too. And, yeah, and also Edgar Wright uh, apparently was a big fan of Phantom of the Paradise. Who made Who made uh, Ant Man and Ant- also made uh, um, 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 Go ahead, Baby Driver. Yes, he did yes, Baby Driver, and he put he put him in that. He he actually he was Paul in Williams. Baby Paul I keep Williams wanting to see Baby Driver. Was in Baby Driver. He had a small a small role, but yeah. But Edgar Wright has there was a YouTube video of Edgar Wright talking about how much he loves the Phantom of the Paradise. So yeah. Man, see, so, and again, if 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 I go like if I went to that uh, com, com, um, Comic Con I'm going to this week, and I, I know George Takei is going to be there, mm-hmm. so I have a feeling me and Sasha are going to go on a mission to try to get us to George Takei, yeah, um, because she's George. It's funny that my buddy Pat, his wife Sasha, mm-hmm. uh, great great chick. She's just she's into Marilyn Monroe, mm-hmm. loves Weird Al Yankovic, like like she would have sex with him if if he even looked her way mm-hmm. so she just went she went to see him in concert with the complete package right where she got to hang out with him and stuff yeah and he was just lovely to her you know mm-hmm. what i mean like when you meet your heroes and they're even greater than you expect uh-huh. right so she came away with this magnificent um like experience for him mm-hmm. about him yeah. and she's the same way about george decay yeah she just loves everything about george decay that oh yeah. my right yeah. and, and all the time he spent on the howard stern show uh-huh. get goofed on but he goofed right back right yeah. he he got the, George is one of the ones who gets the joke, right? Mm-hmm. You can you can fuck with him and make gay jokes and stuff, right? And show naked men in front of him to go by, right? And he'll <laughs> and he'll play along, right? Yeah. And so yeah. she's really into meeting him and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's kind of one of our little missions uh, this yeah. this week. And that would be you know what that would be really awesome if you could even just get a recording of him getting. This is George Takei, and you're listening oh to this God. week from the Cave of Ghoul. You he, know, that he, would be awesome. If this show um, that's on late at night that I often listen to is Drax, and I want to start phoning in, because maybe I can mention something about the Cave of Ghoul, right? Yeah. But it, he talks about, he's a phoning program that's on at about 11 o'clock at night in, mm-hmm. in Canada, on the global. You can mm-hmm. hear it on, on you got the station out there that has it. Yeah. Um, but Drax, he had, and he's gay, mm-hmm. and before he went on vacation, his last show, he had George Takei on. Mm-hmm. And he asked him a ton of things, like about his, his time in a Japanese internment camp, the mm-hmm. book he's written about it, the musical and everything. And and George is one of the first ones to come out for gay marriage and gay rights and, right. and things like that. And and he he asked George, will you do an intro for our show? I'd be glad to. <laughs> right? And yeah. he had a little script and he did it. It was beautiful. He would do it for us too. Yeah. From the lands of Western Canada, the Wakanda of the North, yeah. this is This Week from the Cape of Cool. Right? <laughs> and he would do it just like that. That would be and awesome. He would, and he would. And so... That's why we're we're hoping for because, like I said, our passes get us places, and mm-hmm. and and she's got some money to get some. She wants to get some pictures with these people, right? Right. And she wants to wait in line, and she goes, "Who would you wait in line with me, with Gal?" And I go, "George the Kid." Yeah. Right. Since we'll be there those four days, so maybe we can get there early. We can, you know what I mean? Yeah. We we can we can scope things out mm-hmm. because uh, no, it's going to be neat. I've never I've I've gone to that one in Red Deer, which was very small. Mm-hmm. I took one picture, and my camera died. <laughs> um, 
And then I, I saw this really cute girl in an old school Batgirl costume, but I was too nervous to even go up to her. Mm-hmm. Even though she was giving me the look like, you can come talk to me. It's okay, yeah. little nerdy boy, little fat nerd boy. It's okay. I'll be nice to you, right? <laughs> and I know because I've gotten a lot of encouragement, like especially um, um, my friend. Well, you know Riddle, right? Riddle. You've seen her. My, yeah. yeah, Ricky Lakote. Mm-hmm. I worked on the the, the um, Infinity War movies and stuff, mm-hmm. and, and she's into that business. But she um, is not going to be at that one. But she she sent me a, a personal, like a messenger message about stuff, and yeah. just in kind of encouraging me and stuff. And that's pretty cool. That is cool. because she's she's a great cosplayer of I think one of the greats of her her age, mm-hmm. if not the greatest. Yeah. She's a Hermione of cosplayers. Mm-hmm. Right, R- uh, um, Ricky Riddle Lakota, yeah. Riddle Lakota, yes. Ricky mm-hmm. Riddle. She's a Canadian girl, mm-hmm. uh, born up in Canada, lives in Atlanta now. Yeah. Um, works for a prop department, and she got all her, her learned everything from doing cosplay. Yeah. And she's been doing it forever. One of her most famous ones, she did a Victoria Wonder Woman off the. Uh, it was a Elseworld story about. Uh, it was called. Um, um, oh God, what's it called? Bracelets, something bracelets. But it was a Victorian Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Imagine a woman, a, a woman that, like a Wonder Woman in Victorian times. She wouldn't mm-hmm. be popular amongst the men, yes. right? No. Um, she did that one, and then she did the Rocketeer, with like there's a Betty Rocketeer story, yeah, where um, it's Betty Page, but actually it's 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 supposed to be his girlfriend, but she looks like Betty Page, yeah. But she puts on the Rocketeer outfit mm-hmm. and no so pants, she, yeah, and no pants, right? <laughs> and she did, and she did that cosplay. Perfect helmet, perfect with Absolutely, the little. Yeah. With a leather jacket that fits her like the... T- she did an Elmer Fudd once. Oh, really? She went with two girls like bunnies. And she's wearing the hat and everything with the <laughs> with the cleavage and everything. It's fantastic stuff, right? <laughs> she did a great Squirrel Girl. Uh-huh. So good, in fact, Marvel included it as part of their one of the alternate covers they did of cosplayers. Yeah. So the, it was a Squirrel Girl cover, but it's an alternate uh, um, a variant with her in her Squirrel Girl costume that she created. Wow. And invented. Yeah. Um, she was on a cosplay show, too, that was about cosplayers and getting stuff ready, you know, before the mm-hmm. convention, which mm-hmm. they should have done more. It, sh- it was supposed to be like the project runway of cosplayers. Right. But I understand that it got a lot of egos and stuff got involved and, and people with managers and agents and stuff kind mm-hmm. of ruined what could have been a great show. Yeah. Because there are a lot of, like, some people had to be first in cosplay, right? Right. Girls like Yaya Han and, and Jessica Negri are, they're, they're, Someone had to be first to be the sexy girl that wears all the se- just as like a sexy Pikachu, right? Right. Like the Pikachu you want to screw, right? <laughs> and you wouldn't ever think that before. But someone had to be the first girl to do that, yeah. right? And be really sexy. And even though she wears manufactured outfits, because a lot of them get made now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Yaya Han, she was like that too. But she went into now um, selling patterns to like simplicity and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she makes costumes for other people. Yeah. Um, so someone had to be around the first, but Riddle was right there at the beginning. I've seen, um, when, when I watched Battle Angel Alita, mm-hmm. I was looking for cosplayers. And I, I seem to remember her, uh, this girl that did one way, way, way back. And it was one of Riddle's very first ones. Yeah. And it must be 10 years ago. I look back in the Cave of Cool when I first noticed her. And she was dressed like a Battle Angel Alita. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was spot on, right? Yeah. Just like in the movie today. Yeah. And I'm going, wow. I mean, she had skills even 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and it's nice that I keep telling her nice things and it kind of pays off after a while, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm letting people know that I'm there and I'm, I'm, you know, so I'm hoping some cosplayers that I do know, I know a few that live in the Edmonton area that are going to be there. Mm-hmm. I hope they come by. They know I'm going to be there or I find them. And mm-hmm. I think I'll feel a little better about going up and saying who I am because yeah. I, I actually, it, it's, a, it's an internet relationship, mm-hmm. but it's a good relationship because, you know, you see some of the things that these guys write to cosplayers. Yeah. And oh, I was yeah. like, 
Yeah, it's ignorant. And, mm-hmm. I, and, and I was lucky really early on that I watched a lot of videos from girls saying the right way to approach them, mm-hmm. you know, what they liked, what they didn't. And it was kind of, it used to be a really big problem at conventions, mm-hmm. but it's toned down a lot yeah. uh, lately uh, because a lot of people got called out for it. But um, so I, I, I learned my lessons early on about how to approach them. And a lot of times, like I, like I mentioned, the one that ghosted me, yeah. that I really love her work. Mm-hmm. And I do love her work. Her work is fantastic. Mossy Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just, the things that she does is beyond what other people are doing, right? Yeah. At her, at her beginning level. Mm-hmm. And, and first of all, she ghosted me because of course she, she sees who this guy is, who's wrote something, right? Mm-hmm. That I, I mentioned in one of these events that you're going to win either first prize or the judge's prize because I never see costumes like this with the makeup and the hair and in the, di- and she had a, a dragon puppet. Mm-hmm. It was from Spirited Away that, uh, that, uh, Miyazaki movie. Okay. Anime, right? Right. And she she had one of the evil characters. The woman, even though you know it, but the woman with the big white bun. Okay, that's yeah. The evil, and she has a big dragon that the little girl flies. But right. she did it so well. Mm-hmm. And, of course, she won this prize. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I told you so kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then she stopped ghosting me. And now she, she like, answers me and stuff. Yeah. And talks to me because I'm no longer one of these creeps, right? Right. But you got you to gotta work into it. Yeah. And it, mat- it matters to me because I want... Like, the Joe Dusko thing matters to me, Yeah, right? well, yeah, you know. Because... I want I want to be recognized by by those guys, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, but I mean, you you know, you got to approach them right. You got to be, you know, well, you know, just be be you know a decent human being, and yeah, you know, it can goes I, a can long I way. Touch your boobs doesn't work. It doesn't right? work. No, just think it. Yeah, don't say it. Oh yeah, you know. Well, that's just it. I mean, that's like people. You know, I, every once in a while, someone will say, "Oh, I met Harlan Ellison, and he just was a jerk." And it's like you know, usually you get you know what you usually get what you give. Yeah, you know, I and agree. I mean, and and because I mean, and I'll tell everyone that I met I met Harlan, and he was an absolute gentleman. He was perfect. I uh, met I met Joe Sh- I met uh, Joe Shooter, jo- and, Jim uh, Shooter, Jim, Jim Shooter, Shooter yeah. in an airport. Yeah, and and I went up to him. Sorry, are you Jim Shooter? And he kind of looked at me like, yeah, why? <laughs> right? And yeah. and once I knew he knew I knew about Valiant Comics, he couldn't have been nicer to me. Yeah, he was yeah. fantastic to me. Yeah, and and the fact that again, um, he had no reason from Adam. He could have just said, you know, beat a kid yeah. kind of thing, but. Yeah. He just sat and he and he treated me like like I was a I, I felt like I was in a creative session with him almost. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm talking about Exo Man of War and I'm talking about um, you know Bloodshot and mm-hmm. you know what about the scene he goes into the grocery store and he gets the hunk of roast beef and puts it in his torso because he's half blown away and and he said yeah that's my idea but the nanites in the movie that's what you want half God blown away right. <laughs> And have them rebuilding him while he's sitting there in the in the in the movie or the the store, uh, you know, stock boys looking at it, right? Yeah. Like, and we charge him for this, right? <laughs> for that meat, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, so, you know, it, you so know, yeah, you know, it depends on it depends on how you approach people. I mean, honestly, you 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 really do give you really do get what you give. You know, people who complain, I agree. I people agree. who complain about you know celebrities treating them like like crap, it's probably because they're being asked, being jerks, you know. Right, you know. and and I I learned from my dad very early on that that you know I learned how to be friends and treat people with respect like that, that couldn't uh, possibly do anything for me, mm-hmm. even though they could. Like he always said, make friends with the secretary at the school and the janitor, mm-hmm. because when the shit goes down, the, you know the principal and the vice principal will will throw you under a bus. <laughs> right? But the but the but the secretary knows what's going on, and yeah. she could cut things off. Mm-hmm. Or give you a warning, and the janitor, you're gonna need some shit cleaned up and nasty shit, and he'll do it for you without yeah. a complaint if you're nice to him, right? Yeah. That's why I would get in early because those are the people that get in early, mm-hmm. and I schmooze, I would schmooze with people like that. Yeah. 
and I'm, I feel very blessed by that because I'm lucky that way that I can, I can start a conversation and maintain it with almost anybody. Mm -hmm. And I find if you ask people about themselves, uh, people love to talk about themselves. They do. More than I do. Well. I mean, and I love talking about myself. So mm -hmm. if anybody's even remotely human like me with the similar DNA and their blood is red, they like to talk about themselves too. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's nice. It's going to be nice because I know some. I really hope some of those cosplayers come by. So I want to get a great picture with them. I want to be able to do uh, see, give them my card, see if we can do an interview for the Cave of Cool. Um, Ricky's even thinking it too, so um, I'm, that would be a major coup. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna, I'm, I, but I told her I want to work on the right questions, and everything. But I just, I, I kind of put it out there, mm -hmm. but she, and she didn't shut me down. Yeah. She said, you know, I'll, I'll make time, Calvin. I'll mm -hmm. make time for you. You know, once you get your, your, your act together, kind yeah. of thing. You know. <laughs> Bambi, quick, the thicket. almost died yesterday but that's okay now I, I i gather i heard something about that something about a family of wild deer wild deer like, crazy deer crazy. drunk deer <laughs> where was this this was coming back from uh my buddy's place out in hardery Hard. i always get the, the name of the place wrong but it's it's a little buttfuck town without even a store or a gas station or anything and this guy, I'm telling you, your head would explode if you saw the warehouse that he has. He, he basically is a picker, right? And he's also a printer. He does printing stuff. Oh, wow. Um, and so that's how my buddy knows him. He printed up uh, um, uh, price tags and things like that and a big banner for us when we go to the big Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. But he has a warehouse you would not freaking believe. <laughs> Just everything you can imagine. And there's boxes there that have never even been gone through in, in a decades or more. I know there's a ROM Space Night in there. I know it. I can feel him. He's calling to me. The guy's got four A-team board games and two Knight Rider board games and an original clue just in the in the game section, okay? My head is going to just pop out of my brain when I see all the, the variety of stuff he has. But it's like going I, – I swear to God, it's like going – it's like one of those shows where they go picking and they find this warehouse mm -hmm. that – has got everything you can imagine. It, it's, it needs to be cleaned out and stuff, but he's starting to get to it, right? Mm -hmm. But this is a lifetime of him just collecting stuff and selling off some stuff and collecting others. And wow. Mm -hmm. Every time I go out there, I just I freaking lose my mind. So we're coming back. And, of course, he tells us, watch out for the deer. And, and my buddy, who used to drive cab, my buddy Pat, he, he, he got to be the best driver in the world. He saw them long before I did mm -hmm. and stopped enough so that I, even with the seatbelt on, I didn't go flying through the windshield or we didn't hit any of the deer. Mm -hmm. and they all looked at us like a bunk <laughs> of drunk deer would. Uh -huh. Freaking deers. Drunk on the last of the summer wine. Exactly. The, on the berries. The yeah. Fermented the fermented berries. Yeah. Exactly. Not watching where they're going. Just No. And it's it's that kind of country, right? Mm -hmm. It's so flat and, and, and just the road just goes through it. And, and it was dark? It was dark, yeah. yeah. And we're sitting there listening, and I swear to God, they played every cool song I like on that station. Right? It must might be the '80s FM station, but they played songs that I was singing along to, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> and my heart just. <laughs> so the whole rest of the time, I'm looking out for things, but I can't see for shit. Yeah, I can't see deers for shit coming out of the, the dark. They're so, dark. So Pat, not... so Pat saved the day. Pat saved the day with his expert driving. That's excellent, and uh, and that was very excellent. Yes, uh -huh. uh, so that was a that was a good time. So I actually used up one of my nine lives <laughs> on those freaking deer. So, uh, but yeah, that that 
it, it, it like it happens to you at times. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had one time I hit a bump so big on the reserve that it deployed my airbag. Oh, really? Yeah, the the right hand side one. Yeah, not my okay, side. Okay, the passenger side. The passenger side one, mm-hmm. and it hit the laptop that I had open. I was uh-huh. listening to to um, Howard Stern show uh-huh. that I had downloaded, and it smashed that that laptop. Oh man! Right, the whole screen, everything was just shattered. Yeah. So I'm going to imagine what the airbag would do to a person. It can break your nose. It could kill you. <laughs> well, I mean, and save you, you know, obviously. Yeah, at the, sa- but... at the same time. But if you had to hit it at the right moment, the right time, I think it maybe at the right angle or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so that's two scary moments that I've, I've had recently. Yeah. Well, now I know that I know the deer can, uh, and, and I've had several run-ins with deer, and uh, you know, one of them was, I, I actually did hit one, but because oh. it's the one you don't see. Right, you, know, you see the right. one crossing the road. What is that? Is that a dog? No, that's uh, a deer crossing the road. Of course, you don't see the one that's coming after them because they always and they, yeah, that's right. And they packs. stop. They got no sense of of their own mortality or anything like that. They <laughs> yeah. don't think about their lives that way. They don't look both ways before crossing. Uh-huh. So, so they're, they're just... every dumb kid in every bad, um, mm. um, you know, t- uh, movie we saw when we were in elementary school. Yeah, right. There's Gallus and Goofin or Goofus and Gallant. Right, you know, they're they're the goofus of 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 uh, animals. Those uh-huh. stupid deer. <laughs> mm. So Bambi's mom deserved it, is what you're saying? Oh, had it coming. She was just an he idiot. Had it coming. Yeah. And he's lucky he found a friend in Thumper, and they got to parade around until he could become a big, striking um, elk or whatever he was with his rack of horns yeah. to become somebody's uh, beef jerky. <laughs> I mean, I just don't get it. My dad caught a deer once, and it was just an ordeal. Mm-hmm. Like just bringing it home, and you had to hang it up, and mm-hmm. they were cutting and butchering it, and it was just a horror show. So, okay. I just I just don't get this whole deer hunting stuff. Uh, it is a bit of a horror show, yeah. I mean, I, I'm there's I live in the country where you know deer elk hunting happens. It's you know it's right. it's and I, there's a lot of hunters around you know uh, where I work, and actually one of the um, uh, the husband of one of the, the women who work in the same building. Uh, She's a designer as well. Her, she caught an elk, which was great. You know, he talked about it, showed us the pictures. It's like, I wouldn't even fit yep. in my truck, you know. And and I, I looked outside and I saw his truck and there's the rack. I could see the tops of the racks in there. So, right. of course, I go to take a look. And I saw, like, and I'm, I'm, I'm peering into his truck. And, of course, it's this elk head sitting here. The, you know, just the decapitated just the head. head. Oh. The decapitated head. with the, And I'm thinking... You know, if if that were a person, this would be the beginning of a crime novel. This is just, you know. Exactly. But, it would but, be a crime. It would be a horror show. Yeah, yeah. It's a horror show. But this no, is in just. in the back of his truck, it's fine. This is no, the small No, I town. dropped that off at the front of an elementary school, right? Yeah. And then everybody's looking at their cameras, right? <laughs> then I'm the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to teach about the circle of life. <laughs> but, you know, maybe my methods were a little crude. But sometimes you got to shuck these kids into, into, uh, into, Wokeness. Well, yes. Well, this is this is small town. This is small town. Yeah, Canada. yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah. But but I'm the same way with everything. I mean, there's that that garage sale that I was at that I'm going to post some of the pictures that I, I of, of Calvin's box, right? Mm-hmm. Right. That my buddy had at that that skate shack. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he had some old rusty uh, bear traps and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to huck them in the garbage, but he picked them out of the garbage. He goes, somebody will buy them. They will. And I go, and he, and he said like. Oh, five bucks each. Are you kidding? Fifty bucks each. If I'm sitting at the table, that's how much they're going for, right? Some guy comes up and he goes, "How much for these?" I went twenty-five each, and he paid it on the spot, right? Wow. And Pat came back, and I go, "I should just give you ten bucks and keep the rest." But I want to make my point. 
I got 50 bucks for those two ratty, rusty um, uh, traps of death, right? <laughs> and I didn't feel bad about it at all. And I looked at the guy, and he looked at me like we knew what mm. we meant, right? Yeah. We were just two different types. I'm going to be eating ramen and canned food when the apocalypse happened. He'll be hunting for radioactive elk. <laughs> uh, yes, well. Uh, Do you have a I, taste for venison? Do you find it? I've only ever had it once. I like Actually, it as beef jerky, yeah. but that's it. Uh, but but it's, I don't know, it never didn't impress me much. Although it, it was, uh, again, living in a small town in B.C., a buddy of mine had a deer. <laughs> Yeah. Had it strung up in his basement, and he said, here, yep. here, cut off a piece. And so he gave me the knife. I cut off a piece. I took it home. I fried it up. You know, so it was, Man, it that was, it like was an experience. It went bad, right? Yeah. It, it always of, feels yeah. like it's just kind of, it's old gray mm-hmm. hamburger you find at the bottom of the freezer mm-hmm. that you somehow throw into the, 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 the chili pot, mm-hmm. but you don't eat it until the second day after, yeah. right? You leave the chili to sit, then you reheat it. Yep. That's the kind of meat it is. Yeah. It's like Mr. Meat. It's It's, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm just as happy with stuff I get at Save on Foods. It's doesn't I am, I am too. Yeah, a cow is fine. Mm-hmm. A cow. I don't eat unglets or a <laughs> cow, right? Yeah, uh, unglet. Yes, I eat unglets. Un- I don't eat unglets. Yeah, I don't eat anything with a horn. With the hooves, I don't yeah. think or hooves. Yeah, but yeah. So so I had so I almost died from that. But it was good. It was good to go out there. It was just, mm-hmm. it was fun to go out there and see how now it's got the warehouse sounds fascinating. Oh my God, it's mm-hmm. it's fucking incredible, yeah. and there's still that big Jim Camper that I see every time I go in there, <laughs> and I bring it up every time too. So eventually he will weaken, and he will need help, and I will mm-hmm. be able to come in and help him unbox things. And at well, least, no. at least he's got corners for things now. Yeah. Do you still have a big Jim figure to go with the big Jim Camper? I don't, but no. I know there's one in there. Okay, and I'll bet you he's a big Josh too, <laughs> and I know he's just sitting there next to the ROM, right? Because he didn't even like I mentioned it to him, and he, we looked it up, and there was no ROMs even on eBay that were in the box complete. Yeah, these were all loose ones, and he had never seen one before. And both me and Pat looked at each other, go, "But if if Stan has not seen uh, one of these uh, a ROM, then it should almost not exist, mm. right? It should be a myth." Mm-hmm. Because he knows everything, like yeah. he, almost as much as, as I know um, about these kind of uh, obscure kind of toys. But he had never seen one before, so I think I hope I put it in his brain and he sees one sometime and and murders a person to get it for me. <laughs> you know, and I'm still working on Nick. I mean, he's got to find a scene that needs two in mint in box ROM figures and have the studio pay for it. Yeah, yeah right. That's There's right. got to be a way to write that scene in. <laughs> you got right? I mean, you got to be able to do that. It's right? got to be in the background. Yeah. Something. It's got to mean something, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll even take the one with the bloody hand that the guy reaches for and grabs before he dies, right? <laughs> I'll take that one. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, see, that's why we're not famous, because I would exploit that all for our our, our non-benefit, yeah. right? They'd fire two of us because of what I did. Yeah. But, you know, that's, it used to happen all the time, apparently. Advertising, you know, advertising agencies, they'd always write commercials that took place in Hawaii because they wanted to get a vacation to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, of course. It totally makes sense. Yeah. Crap, spy never die! Birds of the air, beasts of the earth. Oh, the giant bat is the night guy. 